Welcome to the Ginger Electrician Podcast, the favorite show for homeowners, business owners, or landlords to stay safe, up to date, and fault free. Discover the best advice, products, and resources, plus interviews with the very best people in the business. And now, here's your host, an electrician in Leeds for over three decades, an author and motivational speaker, and founder of S. Barker Electrical, Simon Barker. At the time of this episode, businesses have changed forever in the UK and other parts of the world. The ability for customers to get faults locked at, to get projects finished at halfway through, or to get paperwork for house moves or office moves has suddenly become a challenge. But it's not just human survival. It's fear of the unknown. This is a new thing. It's huge uncertainty and it's a massive financial stress. Also at this time of recording, work has been paused, cancelled, postponed and it's a really tough choice because you've got big projects that need to be safely finished. You've got faults or repairs that people are just left in the dark. They're not getting done. What about availability? A lot of people aren't available to do those jobs. But then there's a safety aspect as well and I'll tell you why in a, in a bit. Or the quality of the workmanship because you don't know who's going to get in and do these things to take over and complete them. So what I'm talking about, of course, is the coronavirus in March 2020. I'm actually recording this in the April. So it becomes a trust issue now, allowing someone new to go in there and finish off. You've got this anxiety for multiple reasons now. And then there's all of the issues around the virus precautions as well. Will people do it properly, safely, protect you as well and not spread anything? But what are the alternatives? And have we come on to a new way of working now? And is this going to change things forever? Now, I was also scared, especially in those first couple of weeks. Firstly, about the virus spreading. Secondly, is everyone going to end up bankrupt? Am I going to end up bankrupt? Are we going to survive from the virus or whatever else? And that's not just me, that's other people around me. How is it going to pan out? How is it going to be with financial support? Because at the time of doing this, it seemed to be very limited and very confusing too. But this also gets you thinking during that moment of panic because is there a way you can adapt? What can you do about it? I'm someone who rises to challenges. I'm not someone who runs away and ignores it because this one isn't going away and not dealing with it will have disastrous consequences. Now, I actually tried something a few months earlier than when all of this happened. I had a light bulb moment back a few months ago, and it was something that I thought, you know what, I'm going to put this on hold. I'm going to come back to it because I think this is a really good idea. It's not something that's top secret, but I thought that it would work for an electrical business and other trades. But first of all, let me tell you something else as well about the whole cleanliness and this sort of thing. So 10 years ago, that's about the time that I was working in semiconductor industry. And in semiconductors, they have clean rooms, which are the cleanest places on earth. They're even cleaner than food, manufacturing and medical. And there was a lot of head to toe protective clothing in there. And putting that on involved the procedure. You had to put it on in a certain order to go in and remove it in a certain order when you came back out again. You also had to wipe stuff down, go on these mats that took all the uh, remains off the bottom of your shoes and these sort of things. And what I've realized is that is something you could carry over when you're working on jobs if you want to stay safe. But unlike the surgical type of mask that you wear in semiconductors, they're just to protect things coming falling off you onto products. Whereas what you also need to do is have high filtration, full masks, so that you're not getting virus type of things either. 
So that light bulb moment I mentioned earlier, it was what I now call a virtual electrician plan. And this means that you would do video calls and you could do the video calls for quotes and you can also do them to do some simple diagnostics. So if someone's got a fault, the light's gone off, you might be able to help them get back, get that back on. The other part of the plan is that you would only attend when it's safe to do so. So if you've got an empty house like a rewire and the person hadn't moved into it yet, you could get the keys for example. Or if you're able to separate people into another room and you're never going to come into contact, then that's great too. What you would do is communicate ahead of time to make sure everyone knows what's happening. You'd have that full protection that I mentioned and also keep confirming your own health and their health daily. Then there's a matter at the end of wiping everything down properly. And by doing that, when I actually tried it, it resulted in accurate quotes because I was able to see everything. I was able to use email to mention some safety details. I even come up with some what happens next type of videos so that people can see how to get ready for this type of work. And the health thing, people are measuring temperature, which is 50% effective apparently. But I also had an idea. I use a Fitbit type of, well, it's a Garmin in my case, but a resting heart rate is something I look at on a daily basis. And historically, if I've ever had a cold, when I wake up in the morning, my resting heart rate goes up by about 10 or something like that. And I'm actually able to predict getting some, getting a cold or something like that coming on. So I thought, you know, maybe I should just keep an eye on that as well. And that might be a good tip for anyone listening that is wanting to keep a check on themselves daily. But video itself started something new here. And so I'm going to keep on doing that as an additional service. Even when we're back doing face-to-face, I think it's nice to have that extra service in for those that want it. And it's not just electricians. If you look at shopping, how you do self-checkouts now. You look at fast food, how you use an app to get it delivered to your home. You look at taxis where you use an app as well. More people are using this and people have now overcome that fear because during this time, they didn't have the choice. They had to get on and use it. Now, of course, there's some people that still don't and they're being helped to get what they need. But I think the onboarding has now risen and more people are using this type of thing. I've put an example over on the website on the show notes for this podcast. And that's over at sparker.co.uk forward slash podcast. I've also put some recommended apps on there because whether you've got iPhone or Android, there's some really good apps for keeping in touch with people on video. And it's nice to just have a go at them, see if you can get used to them. I've also updated my website because it's now really easy to get a quote video appointment or a fault type of diagnostics video call from the website on the booking tool. And that also means you can look at a live calendar appointment and just book one in. And of course, that's all free. So just to walk you through what happens on one of these type of calls, what happens is it's still face-to-face because you're on video. You can see each other's face if you're both choosing to enable the video. If the customer wasn't that comfortable, they could turn turn theirs off so I don't see them. But when they flip it round, if they put it on, I can see their fuse board, no, these sort of things. So from the front-facing camera, the one that I can see things with as I walk around. And in that process, I'm able to guide them where to walk to and what to show me. And I can take notes because I've got my headphones on. It's nice and easy. But the other thing is that means no travel. And that might sound like an advantage for just me, but it's actually a two-way advantage. Because if I'm not traveling, that means I've got time to do more slots as well. That means I can do slots that are before people go to work, after people come back from work, where normally I might have knocked off by that time. And it means no pollution as well. Win-win or win-win-win. 
But the problem for those people that don't adapt is it's going to end up with fewer options for you eventually because more trades and services are doing this now. You've seen it in the shops, you've seen it in the takeaways, you've got in taxis that offer that. And it makes it really easier to do. You're more of a priority, so it's quick and easy in terms of sorting it out. Um, look at McDonald's, for example. You've got the table service, and that's an incentive for you to use their touchscreen booking rather than go and queue at the counter, which has less and less staff on it now anyway. So those that don't adopt will be left behind in somewhere because it's just inevitable. It's not going to stop progressing. And it's actually quite an easy learning curve because as you see on the example video on the show notes, it's quite simple now. It's got easier and easier in time. But you're definitely going to have some fears or anxiety about it when you first use it. I was a bit nervous about using it at first as well. I was, uh, you know, a customer is going to enjoy this. Is it going to be difficult to even do a quote over that video? Is the resolution going to be high enough? Is it going to keep losing the signal? You know, all that stuff. It was fear and a bit of anxiety, but it was probably just me. It was just my own worst case scenario that I dreamt up. But actually, it worked really well. And I've tried it on people that have Apple phones. I've tried it on Android phones. I suppose if it came to it, you could even pop a webcam on a laptop and turn that around. But it does tend to work better on phones. It's just more portable. All of the apps have been great, although some tend to work better than others. And it definitely works good on Wi-Fi. The face-to-face communication is still there. And I'll tell you why I think that is as well. Because even the jobs that I've quoted, I've done small jobs and rewires and I've still been converting on quotes. So just like I convert quite well when I go around someone's house face-to-face, I've also converted well using this virtual or video method as well. And so it is here. It's now, it's not the future and it's here to stay. But it can only get better. It's only going to improve the quality, the features that you get on it. Maybe artificial intelligence. That sounds a bit scary sometimes. I don't know. Let's see where it goes. But what about you? Have you used it? Have you been talking to friends on it yet? Have you used it for any jobs or services? What experience have you got of it? What do you think? Have you got any ideas that I haven't mentioned that you think are quite genius or time-saving or something that maybe nobody else is doing? If you pop your thoughts in the Facebook group, you can all have a look and all share that. But here's a suggestion if you're still unsure. Get hold of one of the apps on your phone, whether it's FaceTime or WhatsApp, and just practice with one of your close friends or family members. Just dabble with it, see what you think of it. That'll help you get comfortable with it, and then you can try the different apps and get used to those too. See what features they've got on. If you've been getting on with someone in the Facebook group, ask someone there if they want to have a chat as well. Good bit of networking, good bit of practice. In the next episode, I'm going to have a look at the battle between hybrid and electric vehicles. Which one is going to dominate the future? Because it looks like petrol and diesel are going to be a thing of the past before too long. So how will this happen and why will it happen as well? Join me in episode two and you'll find out all about that. I'm Simon Barker. Thank you for listening to the Ginger Electrician Podcast.